Hello everybody and welcome back to Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is week one. It is opening night, the real opening night. And we are still sponsored by hashtag basketball.com. I am joined here with my co-host Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Another another season is underway. We've done it. I am uh, I am fresh back from the Bulls home opener, um, like here a few hours ago, and oh boy, uh, it is going to be a long season for the Chicago Bulls. Players only meeting after game one. That's that's just wild stuff there. Yeah, um, it's it's we don't even have like a, a like a punch card that Jim Boylan is forcing them into uh, into punching into, and they're already like, what the fuck are we doing here? Um, it was palpable. Like you could feel it in the arena. Vujovic, and you know, we can get into this. Um, Vujovic legitimately was playing out of his mind tonight, and they would just not give him the ball. He had eight field goals attempts tonight. Eight. Um, he could have actually, uh, quite frankly, ate up. Chet Hogram. Like, it is not a good sign that I saw Andre Drummond cross cross up, like, break the ankles of Chet Hogram tonight. It's, it's probably not a good sign for all those Chet fans out there. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, sell all your stock in the Chicago Bulls. I already have, so, like, I'm, I'm cool. But uh, if you have any more, sell that stock. That yeah, was definitely an ugly performance. Actually, like I'm looking around the box scores, and if you're just joining us, welcome. It's week one. It is fancy basketball. We're here. We're live. Um, it is the best time of year. Everybody's got a chance other than the Chicago Bulls. And we're gonna get right into it. We're gonna look at all the box scores tonight. We're going to uh, look at what players have stand out, if we are pulling the trigger on any of those waiver wire players. And I think we say it a lot here on Watching the Boxes. We say it every year. Number one, do not panic. It's week one. Relax. Uh, your good players are uh, who had a bad night are going to get better. Your uh, bad players had a really great night are probably going to get worse. Number two hit the waiver wires hard and i actually think i'm going to hit the waiver wires tonight tyler um but we're talking about the chicago game let's just let's just finish up with this chicago game anything stand out in the in this chicago box score it was kind of a weird game it was kind of a blowout and i think this is the hardest thing to i would say um analyze when it comes to fantasy basketball is during blowouts it's really an anything goes kind of situation I think you like that the, the Thunder starters played big minutes, even in the blowout, right? Um, we've seen them kind of split the minutes a lot in recent years, and so it looks like they've kind of picked their five, and that's good. Um, so I'd say if you got any of those five guys, that's that's probably a good sign for you. Um, I wouldn't say there's too, too much from this particular game, though. Like, you know, I mean, Carter and Caruso really weren't fantasy options anyways. Neither one of them played a ton. Like, it was just, you know. Yeah, I would I would agree. Um, Kobe White would probably be my only, hey, maybe stream him on a regular basis. He started, he actually looked really good. 
Like he, he's a fun player. Um, I think he's probably the the only uh, young talent on the team um, at all. And I'm not going to get hung up on Zach's incredibly poor performance. Um, and DeMar DeRozan was actually like short, shorthanding a lot. Like he left a lot of things on the front rim tonight. And yeah, that will happen. Like uh, they still had like regular nights. Vujovic, uh, like I said, that's that's the issue. I'm I, I'm wondering what's going on there because Vujovic legitimately looked and should have been pissed off. He there were many many opportunities to get him ball him the ball in the paint with a smaller uh, smaller guy on him and they never did. Uh, from the OK City side though, like Jalen Williams and Josh Giddy, they're gonna have a really nice year this year. Um, I, I really like where the trajectory of both of those players, they looked great tonight. And no joke, Josh Giddy is probably 6'10". He might be, he's like 6'10 gen- or 6'10". He's ginormous. Ginormous. And you can't tell, like, you look at his build and you're like, oh, that guy's not 6'10". He's taller than Pat Williams in real life. Like, he's almost as tall as Vooch. Yeah, dude, he's insanely tall. So, you know, shout out to the OK City. Um, OK City was actually plus 115 tonight, money line. Um, I'd say hammer your, your OK City money line until they figure out that the OK City, until the, until the average better figures that OK City is actually good. So uh, that's my little betting advice here from watching the boxes. Let's talk about the early games. Let's talk about Atlanta, Charlotte. Um, looking at the... Um, Game here tonight. Charlotte ended up pulling it out. That's um, always always an interesting. I, you know, Charlotte's supposed to be bad, right? So uh, kind of interesting that they were able to pull that um, win out of their pocket. Good for them. Anything stand out here from a fantasy value standpoint? Yeah, Jalen Johnson looked good. Um, I think Jalen Johnson is good. He had a good preseason. Um, he played a lot of minutes tonight. Um, he was nine of thirteen, which isn't gonna stick. But he like seven rebounds, he like two steals, he like two assists, he like a block, uh, twenty one points. I think he's just a guy who can do a little bit across the board, and like he's a guy you should pick up if he's on your waiver wire. Like I, I just think he's a really good player. Yeah, um, I, I think I, I happily agree with that. I think Jalen Johnson is someone who there twenty. He had twenty nine minutes tonight. Sadiq Bay had twenty nine minutes tonight. Clint Capella. I think that's actually maybe the one thing that stands out to me a little bit. Uh, Kong Wu was in foul trouble. So Capella came in, and Capella did 15-13, um, one steal. That's what Capella's going to do. The thing about Kong Wu and Capella is that this situation has not figured itself out. And that's, I mean, a little shocking to me, because I, it did seem like Kong Wu was going to be the starter, was going to get of the minutes and i don't know if this is just simply a foul trouble situation but even so foul this is that's what's going to happen the rest of the year well i think at some point they got to make a trade especially now that they paid a congo whether it's this season or at next off season that's yet to be seen yeah um pj washington had himself a really nice night 25 five rebounds two assists uh, no steals or blocks but a three-pointer that's nice. And Gordon Haywood played 33 minutes. Feels like Gordon Haywood was trying to do a little too much. He had six turnovers, but um, eight rebounds, seven assists. 
I'm just gonna I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna go right out to the um Google machine. I'm gonna go to yahoo.com. Currently, PJ Washington is rostered in 72% of leagues. Uh that should be a hundred. In my opinion. For sure. Like that's how no PJ brand. Washington not getting drafted. What what how big was this league? I have no idea. Uh, Gordon Hayward is rostered in 46% of leagues. Would you pick up Gordon Hayward? I think Gordon Hayward's always fairly good when he's healthy. So, yeah. I mean, like, I think he's going to be good. Now, how many games can you count on him? I don't know, but it doesn't matter if you're picking him up off the waiver wire. That's right. It doesn't really matter because if he's playing and he's decent, um, put him on your team. I'm not sure I would pick him up over some of the other players I've seen tonight. Uh, let's go to Pacers Washington. This was an absolute fucking blowout. One forty-three to one twenty. Put the um, notes when you're taking notes. I assume everybody. I assume everybody listening to the podcast is taking notes, Tyler. I think that's presumptuous. But um, put down in your notes. Washington bad. They're not a good defense. No defense. Team. No, no defense at all. And Gafford's defense was bad, and he was in foul trouble. And when they go to the bench, like, their backup big men are just – there's no defense. It's Mike Muscala. It's more playing small, and they're just – there's no defense there. And Gafford, Gafford's going to get into foul trouble, right? And so um, that's going to happen. Teams are going to eat against the Wizards. Great streaming option would be legitimately – Anyone getting reasonable minutes against the Wizards because chances are if you're coming off the bench and you're playing the Wizards, you're going to blow them out and then you're actually going to get more minutes than you normally would. None of the Pacers players, uh, starters, actually none of their players played over 30 minutes. Uh, I think Tyrese Halliburton and uh, Bruce Brown played 27 minutes tonight. The Pacers shot 52% this evening. Um, that's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Anything else stand out from this other than the fact that the Wizards are bad? Uh, not really. I mean, it was, it was a blowout, so it's hard to, like, say what's going to happen. I mean, you think Koulibaly didn't play a ton. He did get three blocks, though, which was cool. Uh, you got to think he's going to play more because they're going to be one of the worst teams. And so why would not play a rookie? Yeah, I think they'll come around. Uh, anybody who drafted Koulibaly... I'd hold, um, unless like he's at the bottom of your roster, and then I would, you know, like if he, if he's one of your streaming roster spots, if you're like not streaming your max games per week because you got cool Bali in there, all right, drop him, all right. But if you're like, hey, I got room to hold him uh, on my team because it's a deeper league or whatever, I'd keep a hold of him because I think eventually he will get some playing time there. Let's go over to Boston, New York. Um, I think we kind of know both these teams there's not a lot you know not a lot of difference between last year and this year quickly came off the bench for uh the knicks and played 28 minutes had himself a very nice night 24 points six rebounds four assists one steal five three-pointers that's a very nice night for quickly quickly was actually i feel like was being overlooked um in a lot of drafts if i can pull up very quickly Probably not going to be that quickly. I've had a few drinks, Tyler. Um, you know, the UC pours them. They pour them thick. Quickly, ADP 137. 
That feels like an, a, a steal for a guy who's going to play like 29 minutes and score. Yeah, I think that big takeaway for me in this game was both teams went with a nine-man rotation on opening night. Yeah, they know what they're looking at. Right, which, yeah, so, I mean, like, the top six for Boston are going to play a ton of minutes. That's the five starters in Horford. And then mm-hmm. for, for the Knicks, like, it's Tibbs. He's going to play his bench a little bit, but, like, not a ton. And he's basically decided on the guys he's going to play. Uh, it was interesting that Hartenstein closed the game over Mitchell Robinson, I think. Very, very interesting. More minutes as well for the whole the whole game in general. Um, could be a nice stream moving forward. Um, and same with like Horford, right? I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, Horford's too old. He's probably not going to play a lot." No, Horford's going to do what he does every single year is be good. Yeah, for sure. Like I think I think the six there's six guys on Boston to own, and I think on the Knicks, you know. I mean, any of these guys are fine. Like, Josh Hart's going to play a little bit more some other games. He's going to be a good rebounder. That's probably like a streaming guy in a standard league more than anything. But, um, yeah, I think all these guys are just going to play good minutes. That's for thing that's went off tonight. I would say don't get, like, incredibly excited about that. But it's a good sign. You probably paid, um, what, like a third round pick for Porzingis? Maybe even a fourth round and we all know Porzingis has health issues, but we also all know that when he's healthy and plays well, he can do stuff like this: thirty points, eight rebounds, four blocks, five three pointers. Nice line. Um, that's the kind of lines you're going to get every once in a while, and then every once in a while you're not. And then also he might sit a third of the year. So enjoy the ride, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what else to say to that. Yeah, I mean, the Celtics are going to be in trouble if any other top six guys get hurt because their bench is... I mean, they, just, they clearly don't trust their bench at all, so... Oh, it's not very good, quite frankly. Let's go yeah, to so, Orlando. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, so you know what to expect and you know who's going to play, and that's nice, but when they have an injury, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Let's get into some of the more interesting games. Actually, never mind. There's one more not interesting game, and then I feel like things get very interesting. Let's go to Orlando. Houston Rockets, Orlando. Orlando whooped that ass. Um, One sixteen to 86. Nobody played. Well, actually, that's not true. Fred Van Fleet, for some reason, still played 34 minutes um, and was, you know, fairly mediocre. What to take away from a blowout like this at all? Um, other than maybe I would pick up slash stream Cole Anthony for the foreseeable future because he is still going to be like the guy they go to when they need points off the bench, and he's going to be the sixth man on Orlando. But they started with Suggs, Bolts had a reasonable game. Like, I, I there's nothing like to take away from this game because no one really got into a rhythm because it was a blowout. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I thought the Magic, you know, they kind of played Anthony a little bit more than Suggs, so that was interesting. Suggs took 12 shots, which was strange. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I'm not taking anything really away from this game. I mean, the Magic won by 30, so. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, Sagoon had a nice night for 28 minutes. He also had four fouls for 28 minutes. Jalen's... What the fuck? Jabari Smith... Had um, six fouls in 26 minutes. So, 
yeah, I mean, part of it might have been, you know, just trying to uh, enact Ime's, you know, kind of new scheme and and new principles. But uh, yeah, it was not a good night for the Rockets. And I mean, they shot 40.5% from the field and 62.5% from the line. So if those don't improve, you're not going to win many games. Nope, not at all. And they might not. They might not improve at all. Let's go to Miami. Miami, Detroit, one point game. Detroit put it on them. Um, Cade Cunningham doing the damn thing. 13 for 27, 30 points, four three pointers, nine assists, a steal, a block, and three rebounds. Rebounds. A great, um, great start to the season for Cade Cunningham and the Detroit Pistons. Anything else stand out in this game? I mean, I'm I'm looking at the Pistons more than I am the Heat because we kind of know who the Heat are. I thought two guys kind of stood out to me for the Pistons, and that was Asar Thompson getting five blocks. Um, I don't know that that's going to be a thing that stays, but you like that he played 27 minutes on opening night. Um, and then Duran had a real good game: 17 points, 14 rebounds, four assists, four blocks. Like that was a, a kind of pretty crazy game, and. You know, these are all young guys that could take a step forward, and so that was cool to see. I thought the the rotation is incredibly interesting here. You have um, the starters of Hayes, Cunningham, Duran, Stewart, and Asar. And everybody played 30 minutes except for Asar. Uh, Burks got some of those uh, uh, later minutes. Asar was one for seven, which he's a rookie. Not great, but like you're saying, seven rebounds, three assists, five blocks, and a three. That is the the stat line of someone who is who's has won the 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 faith in the, the, that that he's a starter and two someone who can do a bunch of different fancy value things. Um, really good sign for Asar, um, Isaiah Stewart, and Jalen Duran. Like uh, the, I think Detroit's going to be a really fun fantasy team. Uh, moving forward here because I, I i if this is the rotation they're going to have all those guys are going to have plenty of chances to prove themselves and they're going to have quite a uh, a lot better nights than they used to when they were like kind of in a weird rotation i was surprised they went for Hayes for 31 minutes and started him and they only put ivy 17 minutes yes that was felt unfortunate to me because i like jay nivy i uh, definitely picked him with the last pick in a handful of leagues and he is definitely a prime candidate for me to drop for, to pick up somebody else um if isaiah stewart let, let me go out here i don't he didn't have like i don't feel like he was drafted in a ton of leagues isaiah stewart is rostered in yahoo 52 percent of yahoo leagues would you go pick up isaiah stewart right now yeah, for sure. I mean, he's starting. And so anybody who's starting and playing that many minutes, like, I think it's going to be worthwhile. And, you know, it, this is a big man guy, though, right? Like, if you need big man stats, sure. If you don't need big man stats, then there's no point. Big Stu. If you need those big man points, at worst, he's a streamer. And at best, he's someone... I, I, I'm going to go pick him up, actually. Um, because if he's going to play 35 minutes a night, and he's going to give me 14 rebounds... With a, with a three, like, uh, that sounds nice. Um, done deal. Like, that's that's a pretty decent fantasy guy to have a, on your on your bench. So I'm going to go pick him up. At worst, he's a streamer. And then I, I drop him here in a few weeks. But with that kind of minutes and that kind of confidence from the uh, coaching staff, I'm in. I'm 100% in. 
Let's go to Brooklyn. Another one-point game. The Cleveland Cavaliers barely beat the Brooklyn Nets. Two things stand out to me. Number one, I was I was watching this game on my uh, phone because I got I got Darius Garland and uh, Donovan Mitchell in a lot of leagues. So I was checking the score every once in a while during the Bulls game. That's how addicted I am to sports. Max Strauss, for some reason, got wet. 27 points, 12 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 1 block. And Donovan Mitchell, 27 points, a majority of that coming in the fourth quarter. Uh, 6 assists, 5 rebounds, 4 steals, 1 block, 4 three-pointers. How how critical is Max Strauss to this team? Because it kind of feels like he might be. Well, Allen's out, right? And so... Um, it depends on when he comes back, but I think, you know, he's going to play, right? And maybe Struis even starts when Allen comes back and Okora goes to the bench. Um, Struis is going to be important for this team. I don't think the rebounds are real. Like, he just had a real good rebounding night. I'm not sure the defensive stats are real, though. And he was 9 of 17 and made 7 three-pointers. Like, he's not making 7 three-pointers every night. Um, this is kind of a guy... Like he's a fine streamer for me, but I don't know that I'm like picking him up to try to hold him for the whole year just because I don't know. Like, look at his stat line from last year in, in 28 minutes. Like, what do you love there? And this is where I want to like give caution to people, right? Is like you see a hot stat line doesn't automatically mean pick him up. You got to see the whole context. And Tyler did a very good job of giving the whole context. Look at what he did, did last year. Look at his percentages tonight. You think Max Strauss on a team with Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland and Evan Mobley is going to shoot seven for 13 from three every single night and get 12 rebounds with no Jared Allen, right? Um, Jared Allen comes back. That obviously changes. His role changes. His minutes change. Rest of the year, Tyler, Max Strauss... Or Karis LeVert? Uh, that's tough. I, I might go for Struis just because I think he's going to play more. I think it's a toss-up. I think they're very similar players. And I think it's a toss-up. And I both think they're, like, borderlines. Like, they're streamers. 100%. I don't think they're, board- I don't think they're rosterable, either one of them. So, just because you saw a hot hand tonight, doesn't mean you should run out and pick him up. Yeah, it doesn't sound like Allen's going to be out for a tremendous amount of time either. So, like, he's going to come in and play 30-plus minutes. And so, you know, someone here is going, their minutes are going to go down quite a bit. Speaking of hot hands, Cam Thomas over on Brooklyn, 36 points. 13 for 21. Um, What do we make of the, the Brooklyn Nets here? I like Cam Johnson quite a bit. I thought he had a very nice night, two steals. Three assists, five rebounds, 12 points. But other than that, you know, what's kind of a mediocre night? I guess you got your Ben Simmons counting stats if you wanted to hang your hat on anything. But I don't know if this is a weird night, an off night. Um, in a close game, a lot of the start, only Miles Bridges played more than 30 minutes. Doesn't feel like the Nets know what they're doing. I don't know about that. I think this was one of those situations where the second unit got hot and they wrote it. You know what I mean? Like, they they were just playing well with their second unit out there, and they kind of wrote it a little bit more than they normally would. Um, I, I don't really have too much to take away from this game. Like, I'm not super buying the Ben Simmons is back thing. I mean, he did have 10 rebounds and 9 assists, but, like, he's not going to score. There's 
free throws are going to be terrible. There's going to be no three pointers. Can he get the defensive stats up? I don't. I don't know. I don't really want to be in on that because again, he's another guy who gets injured a lot too. And so, yeah, I'm kind of out on that. And if you want to pick up Cam Thomas because you need points, go ahead. But like, he's going to be very streaky. He's going to be incredibly streaky. And this is another, I think, like like saying, I'm not running out. Just because I saw 36 points from a dude, I'm not running out and picking him up. If you're in a bigger league or a deeper league, sure, why not? He's going to be hot sometimes. He's not going to be hot sometimes. Maybe you note that as like a, a future streamer. But I'm not going out and picking Finney Smith or Royce O'Neal. Um, probably not even going to go pick up Ben Simmons if he's in uh, anywhere uh, in any of my roto leagues anyway. Um, in, a, in a points league, certainly. But um, I'm not going to freak out and go pick up any of these Brooklyn bench dudes. I'm also not going to freak out about Nick Claxton going three for ten. He still had three blocks, seven rebounds, four assists. So just because you see that seven points there, relax. Don't freak out. It's all good. Do not panic. Let's go to Toronto. There's a lot of games tonight. Um, Toronto, a lot of... Uh, a lot of fun games tonight. A lot of good games tonight. I'm looking at this. The only thing that stands out to me personally, right? Uh, and this is what I was waiting for for Toronto. I see um, normal normal stuff going on. Actually, the, the blocks in Minnesota are interesting. But what I wanted to know is who is running the offense in Toronto. Pascal Siakam, six assists. Scotty Barnes, five Assists five blocks for Scotty Barnes. Yo. Um, Dennis Schroeder, 8 for 17, 22.7 assists, three rebounds. Tyler, I have to, I'm going to have to go look. How, what do you think the ownership of Schroeder is right now? Uh, that I don't know, but you know, I'm a big Dennis Schroeder guy, which have been. So um, he's at 69%. Probably not enough. I'm surprised. I was going to say, like, 30. Yeah. Um, starting their point offense guard. is going to be... F- Pick him up. Their offense is going to be fun, too. Like, Rakovic has talked a lot about, like, basically, you know, keeping the ball moving and, and keeping to pass it. And their offense didn't, like, when they scored 97 points, like, you can't love that. But at the same time, like, it seems like they kind of are kind of letting everybody do a little bit, which is fun. And, like, this could be a real interesting team with a lot of, you know, pretty good fantasy options. Like, you know, Potal is interesting. Siakam's interesting. OG's interesting. Scotty Barnes, interesting. Dennis Schroeder, interesting. Like, they just have a lot of yeah. interesting guys who, you know, aren't super owned. And maybe you could trade for some of these guys and, like, get, get them at a good value. And I think all those guys could be very fantasy relevant this year. They're all good. I definitely feel they're all going to be. I'm very interested if this is the team that the uh, that the Raptors finished the season with. Obviously, the rumors of trades there are high. Um, but it does feel like they have a rotation that they want to put out there. Dennis Schroeder is a starting point guard in the NBA. Um, he should be... You should have him on a roster. He should be on a roster, period. Uh, ask Elsie Ockham gonna have a nice season scotty barnes i feel like scotty barnes this might be like the time for scotty barnes i'm hoping it is i I really am pulling for scotty barnes after last season where he was kind of okay let's go to memphis pelicans memphis 
Zion did not get hurt. He played 32 minutes, 23 points, seven rebounds, three assists, zero blocks, zero steals, zero three pointers. That feels like a regular. That feels like uh, if you, you if you gave me like if I told me what will Zion Williamson average over this season tonight's stat line kind of looks like his averages. He might score a little bit more, but yeah. Yeah. Um, everything else over here. Uh, Herb Jones. What's the, another player I need to look up? See how many people own a Herb Jones. Herb, Herb Jones, 59% of rosters? 59% of teams, of leagues? I don't know what, what that number means. Should should that be a hundred percent, Tyler? I don't know about that, but he's going to play a lot. I mean, he's the best perimeter defender on this team, and they definitely need defense if they're going to win. So, um, he's going to play a lot of minutes. Uh, can he get the defensive stats? That's a that's a question. I think um, if he gets you know a steal and a block every game, for sure he should be owned. Uh, last year, steals were really good. Blocks were only point six in almost thirty minutes a game. Like if he can get that up to one. And yeah, I would own him in pretty much any league. Yes. Those counting stats are nice and they mean they mean a lot. They mean a whole lot. On the flip side, on the other side of this box score over here with the Memphis Grizzlies, should everyone go pick up Xavier Tillman right now? Seventeen points, twelve mm-hmm. rebounds, four assists, three steals, one block, and a three. So I watched a good part of this game, and if you need rebounds, you should definitely pick up Tillman because they have nobody else that can rebound on this team. Like, when he went to the bench, their rebounding was awful, and they got out-rebounded by, like, 15 rebounds in this game. And, yeah, the Pelicans are a big team. I mean, they have JV, they have Zion, like, they have some good rebounders, but, like, they're not the best rebounding team in the league. And things were bad for for Memphis, and they're going to really miss Steven Adams, and they're probably going to have to make a trade if they're going to want to, you know, solve their issues and being somewhere near the top of the West. Yeah, it, it is super unfortunate that uh, Adams will miss this season uh, with surgery, uh, with his injury. Uh, that sucks. Uh, shout out to Steven Adams. We uh, we hope everything goes well and you can play as soon as humanly possible. Hillman is going to be the guy, like the the center on this team, period, for, for moving moving forward. I think he should be owned in, uh, in pretty much all leagues. Yeah, their bench was just like not very good either. So... Uh, you got to like that for him and, and Jared Jackson, Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain, probably the only four guys on the Grizzlies you want to own in standard league. Yes, it's going to be a rough, I think it's going to be a rough season for the Grizzlies. Take that win, win, win total under is what, is what I would suggest, if you can still get that line. Um, probably not after Adams went out. But yeah, Tillman's probably my like top pickup after today, but just because of the playing time and the rebounds. Uh, but if you don't need rebounds, like maybe that's not your pri- priority. I I do need rebounds. Let's go to Utah. Sacramento Kings kind of put it on the Utah Jazz, one thirty to one fourteen. Looking at, uh, there was a Malik Monk dunk in this game that was one of the dirtier dunks I think I've ever seen. Other than that, you got Harry Barnes, eleven for sixteen, just shooting incredibly well. You're gonna get excited about that thirty three points. This is what Harrison Barnes does. Like, Harrison Barnes can score. He had a steal. He had two assists. He had four rebounds. Eh, you know what? He's going to have those. He's going to have nights where he's got 16 points and four rebounds and two 
Citizen SEO. He's, this is what he does. He, to me, I'm not getting super excited. I'm not running out to get Harrison Barnes. Uh, I did like Keegan Murray's line, and I did like the fact that John Collins played 31 minutes. Yeah, I would say Collins is the big takeaway for me here. Like, he played a lot of minutes. He got a lot of rebounds. He had 15 points. Like, that's what you wanted to see. Uh, the Jazz are just a, uh, an interesting group. Right? They started Talon Horton Tucker, which surprised me, kind of, because I don't know why they didn't start Colin Sexton or Chris Dunn, even, maybe. Um, yeah, they're just a weird team, and they're hard to figure out. I think Yante George is eventually going to get a bunch of minutes and, and kind of be kind of good, but he's obviously just not ready yet, and they're not trying to be good, so I don't know. I'm not super in on any of the Jazz guys. I mean, Mark and obviously... Walker Kessler should be owned. Collins should be owned. Clarkson should be owned. But the rest, I think it's kind of just a wait-and-see mode. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything. I mean, you got George hanging out on that bench, right? And I think a lot of people are keeping an eye on him for the future. Uh, and the fact that he played 19 minutes and Horton Tucker played 22 is positive. But also, Collins Sexton played 20. I like that Johnny Collins played 31 minutes. Rest of the season... Tillman or Johnny Collins? That's tough. That's tough. Uh, I I kind of think Tillman is a backup big man, and I kind of think that the Grizzlies eventually will try to add somebody. So I would probably go John Collins for the length of the season, but right now I could see going Tillman. If you just need somebody for the next month, Tillman's probably better. Short-term wise, he's gonna. I think Tillman's gonna run shop, and he's gonna like push your rebounds up on a on a weekly basis significantly. Uh, rest of the season, Johnny Collins is gonna do Johnny Collins things, which we know what that is. It's fine. It's good. It's startable in a in a regular league. So like, also neither one of them should be on the waiver wire, quite frankly. But um, John Collins feels like the long term. Uh, benefactor. I feel like we've actually. I feel like we've really zoomed through a lot of these games already. What am I missing here? Dallas. Well, there's only two games left. Uh, you yes. buried the possible. You possibly buried the lead though uh, oh, from no. yesterday's games. Oh, which yeah. was we should talk about yesterday's game. Which was LeBron only playing 29 minutes and Darvin Ham saying this is what LeBron is going to play. Okay. What's your take on this? In 29 minutes, LeBron James, who probably cost me some money because he didn't play 35 minutes, 21 points, 5 assists, 8 rebounds, 1 steal. A lot of people probably took him in the third round. I know I did. How? Number one, they didn't announce this before the season. Assholes. Number two, how much of this do you actually believe? Because a Lakers team where LeBron plays 29 to 30 minutes is not even a 500 team. Oh, that's a that's a spicy take there. Um, I'm not sure I'm there. Uh, I will say this. They were plus seven in LeBron's 29 minutes, and they lost the game by 12 points. Uh, so it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out they were plus 19 when he sat. Uh, and that was only 19 minutes, and he played 29. So, um, yeah, they're not—they're definitely not as good with LeBron. I, 
yeah, I kind of think this is going to be at some point where he's just going to kind of ramp up, and then he's going to play like 32 to 35 minutes a game again. And most of it's going to be at a necessity for them. Mm-hmm. Is this a buy-low situation for LeBron James? And How low can I buy? That's well, always the question. question. Right. Um, um, someone outside the top 50. Oh, hell yeah. Because I think LeBron in 29 minutes is still a top 50 player. He's still going to get you 29, 5.5, and, and 8, 7.5. With a steal, probably. Like, yesterday's line is probably about what he does in 29 minutes. Because he's going to get more shots than... He made a lot of shots in, in that first game. He was 10 out of 16. But, like, he's probably going to get, like, 18, 19 shots in, in a normal 29 minutes. If he's going to play like 30 minutes a game, likely they're going to maximize his touches in those 30 minutes that he's on the court. So it's like that usage isn't going to go down too much. We've seen other older players do this where they like kind of shift to like a 30 minute per game role. And they still like shoot a lot of shots and and do really good. Like Dirk did this, right? Like when he was like 37, he, you know, kind of like... 36, 37, he kind of backed the minutes down to, like, 30. And he was still averaging, like, 17, 18 points a game and getting you six rebounds and, like, being really good. Um, I think that's kind of maybe what they're trying to do with LeBron. I just don't think it's going to stick. I don't think it can. I don't think LeBron's going to, one, allow the Lakers to, like, limp into a play-in. I mean, that's probably where they're going to go anyway. But I don't think LeBron's going to want to deal with another play-in playoff situation and at some point when when they're losing games he's he's just going to be like yeah i don't care really what you want i'm going to play i'm not worried about it and i would actually i would buy low on lebron james if you can i think if you can sneak lebron off a team where uh that person is panicking uh, I'm not panicking. Like I'm like, okay, this sucks. I'm gonna have to deal with LeBron because I got LeBron on a couple teams. For some reason, I went all in on LeBron for the first time in my entire life, and this is what's happening. Uh, karma. But I'm not gonna sell low on him. Selling low is stupid. Buying low is smart. Selling low is dumb. And all I can do is weather the storm because I do think in the long term, the minutes. If he's playing 32 minutes, I'm not mad. Actually, I'm fine with that. Here's a question for you. Um, and he might be, to, to close that point, he might be more efficient in 32 minutes than he is in 35, especially at his age. Like, if you can get 32 minutes where he's pretty at the near the top of his game, those last three minutes he might be pretty tired at, at points yeah. and not really giving you much. So He's trying know. to do too much, yeah. 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 Uh, my question, though, is how many Lakers are you owning in a standard league? Ooh, now that is a good question. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I do think Austin Reeves is a standard league player. I'm Angela Russell is technically a standard league player, but it's it's uh, it's questionable. So three and a half. Yeah, and Russell is just because the assists. I and, mean, like, he's going to yeah. get you, like, seven assists a game. So you got to own that. 
yeah, that's that's it. Like Torian Prince played thirty minutes and had eighteen yeah. points, and I'm like, yeah, he's not gonna do anything. Like, don't don't pick him up. And their bench was be terrible. We've seen Terry and Prince. We go, hey, Terry Prince has a nice fantasy game sometimes. Terry and Prince does not stay on the court. Terry and Prince does not like. I don't know. Like he played thirty minutes. He was six for eight. He had four three pointers. Uh, good luck reproducing that Terry and Prince. Like, unless this is some sort of weird breakout Terry and Prince season, I don't think it is. How about that? It's not. It's not that. He's twenty nine years old. I don't think this is the year. So. I don't know. I'm not. I'm certainly not running out pick up Terry and Prince. Me either. Me either at all. No. On the uh, the other game from yesterday, my, my well, a couple stands out is actually. Um, but my question, my initial question is, Tyler, is Chris Paul a buy high candidate? Oh. Uh. Yeah, I mean, Chris Paul was going way later in drafts than he ever should have been. Um, yes. Now he's going to play 60 games if you're lucky, probably, but like Chris Paul's going to be good. And like on this Golden State team, who do you want for fantasy other than Wiggins, Paul, Curry, Thompson, and Draymond Green? Nobody. Like, those are the no. guys they trust. I mean,. I uh, I have an eye on in some of my bigger leagues on Kamunga, Kaminga, Kaminga, Kaminga. Um, I got an eye on him. I kind of like him. I like him in a fantasy wide, uh, fantasy space. Twenty minutes, five fouls. Like I'm not too excited about that. But Chris, a lot of people were like, Chris Paul's gonna play like 24 minutes. He's gonna come off the bench. He's old. He's washed. Blah, 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 blah. Chris Paul's like integral to this entire offense. And if anyone can, I don't know, hit open three pointers, their names are Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. If anyone can run off the ball uh, for a guy who knows how to control, completely control a game and find people in their spots, it's Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. So Chris Paul is good, might average 10 assists a game this season. Well, yeah, I mean, he got. To start the game, he got, he, ended up four, he got nine assists and they shot 23.3% from three and 35.6% from the field. That's pretty good. And no offense, but the Suns weren't playing like the spectacular defense on them. They missed a lot wow. of shots they should have made. So in a weird way, right, Chris Paul being kind of like the, the ultimate facilitator, which he is, um, on a team where they shot 35%, he had nine assists. Steph Curry is kind of known for being good at assists. Is he not going to be good at assists this year? Oh, no. They they stagger those minutes a ton. Um, I do think Chris Paul is a top 50 player in per-game value for sure. I think Curry is a top 10 player in per-game value for sure. Um, the assists might come down a little, but, like, you know how sometimes, like, teams, when they first get a player, like, they try to, like, feature him? I think that was kind of happening a little bit last night, too, where, like, he had the ball a little bit more than he's going to in some other games. Maybe. Home opener, get the fans going against his old team. Well, here's the other thing, too. Like, look at this. Sarge had 11 shots. That's probably not happening in 20 minutes again, right? Nope. Like. And then you look at it like, Chris Paul had 15. Is Chris Paul going to take 15 shots every night? 
I'm not sure about that. And so then, you know, you start giving some of those back to Curry. You know, like he's going to get a lot of shots. He's going to score a lot of points. And then he's just going to have the ball more on a night where he's cooking. Like he was 4-14 from three. Yeah, he wasn't cooking. So, uh, buy, buy low on Steph Curry if you have a bunch of panickers in your league. Go ahead and buy low on Steph Curry. Go get him. I also think like their bench is going to destroy people because they're going to let Paul cook in that unit, and mm-hmm. they're going to be really good. Like, I mean, he's just going to be dissecting defenses. You had Devin Booker uh, being point Booker and uh, as his trajectory to a top 10 finish. 32 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds, and a steal. He's on his way. And close, close that game out. He's the best player on the um, team. He looks really good. And the weird part was Durant didn't even touch the ball in, like, the last five possessions. I don't think Durant touched the ball once. Very, very strange. Uh, Akogi, are you interested in picking him up? 17 points, five uh, rebounds, the steal assist? Not not even a little. Like, he had a really good game, <laughs> credit to him, but he was 7 of 9 from the field. He didn't miss. I mean, he's Josh Akogi. What's, what's he going to do? Yeah. Everybody relax. This is not... His you know who out. didn't play in this game? Bradley Beal. Exactly. So that's that 16 shots that Gordon got, those nine from Akogi, the six from Grayson Allen, like they might all go to Bradley Beal. Uh, hopefully they all go to Bradley Beal. And Devin Booker's eight assists, hopefully those stay with him and not Bradley Beal, but I don't think it will. I think you're safe there. Eric Gordon being like the 32-minute guy off the bench. Streamer leagues, just heads up. Eric Gordon's still somehow relevant. Um, don't know why, don't know how, but he is still somehow fantasy relevant. We got two games to finish opening night with Dallas and the Wimby squad. Wimby only played 23 minutes, foul trouble, five fouls. Ugh. Only one block. Ah, damn. Two steals, Dude, two assists, five rebounds. He's good, man. The crazier thing was he got it in like the first I don't know minute. He blocked Kyrie on a on a wild yeah, it shot. And it was like it was like damn he's gonna get ten blocks and then he didn't get another one. Um, there were some really ticky tack fouls which I think we see a lot in at the opening of a lot of seasons, right? Like we try to call everything mm-hmm. right by the rule book and then we realize like that's fucking terrible. So I think that'll cool down. Um, yeah, it was disappointing in the sense that he just didn't get to play. And a couple times, like, he came off the bench, and then he'd get another foul, like, 30 seconds in, and then he'd go right back to the bench. And uh, he's still going to be really good. Like, look at this line in 23 minutes. 15, it's, 5, 2, 2, 1. Like, he's going to be insane. It's silly. Um, that, one, that that kind of line in 23 minutes. And then also, on top of that, right... The fact that he couldn't build a rhythm at all. And he's still 15, three three-pointers. Three three-pointers. That's pretty nice. Five, two, two, and one. Uh, buy, buy Wimby at all costs, Like in my opinion. like Not at all costs, I guess. I wouldn't trade Steph for Wimby, but like... I like him. I like Wimby. I like he's going to be a second-round so. player, dude. It's just gonna happen. Like he's just gonna, because he's gonna be like three or four blocks a night, and there's gonna be rebounds and assists and steals and a lot of points. Like he's just gonna be really good. 
it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, it's gonna be fun all season long. Going to the final game, Portland Clippers. Clippers oh, you don't even you, you don't want to talk about the oh. Sochan. Sochan Sochan had a good game. Like okay, he was thirteen. He had a nice game. It was point Sochan too. Like he runs the point in that first unit, um, which is yes. cool. Um, I I like Sochan. I like him for the rest of the year. I think he should be on every roster for the rest of the year. The percentages are going to be, eh, but uh, they're going to be bad. Thirteen in twenty eight minutes. Thirteen eight rebounds, five assists, two three pointers, and a steal. Yeah, I mean, like, um, I think the Spurs. They actually have their whole starting five is pretty interesting for fantasy, and even like Trey Jones off the bench is going to be a good guy for assists. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, uh, you know, if you want to go back into the betting corner, I'm taking the Jerry, Jeremy Sochan points, rebound, assist combo. I'm taking that over until the lines fix themselves because ain't nobody know who Jeremy Sochan is. Well, you do, Mike. There's somebody. Damn right I did. Damn right I did. Hopefully the books don't figure it out. I like Jeremy Sochan. Lively was good in this game, and he might have locked down a starting yeah. gig too. 30 minutes for Lively tonight. Pick him up. Go pick him up. I forgot about Lively. Like, That's my bad. And kid, kid was, I don't know, he was being himself. He started Kleber and Derek Jones and then didn't play them hardly at all. Like, it didn't make any <laughs> sense. What a fucking asshole. 30% rostered Derek Lively in, in Yahoo Leagues. Only 30% rostered. Had 30 minutes, 16 points, 10 rebounds, one assist, one steal, and one block. 87% from the field. It's nice. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to score a ton, but he could get you, you know, a block, a block and a half a game, and he's probably going to get pretty good rebounds, and the Mavericks desperately need someone to protect the rim. Like, if you watch the beginning of that game, it was a absolute layup line for the Spurs, and then if they crashed hard in the paint, the Spurs just kicked it out for a wide open three. I'm probably going to go watch. I was watching some of that game in the fancy FanDuel Sportsbook that's in the United Center. Uh, that's a real problem. Like, I feels like I don't need, like, more excuses to gamble, but, like, that's a real... People were getting heated in there. It was, it was definitely gambling central. The very final game of the night, Portland at the Clippers. Okay. I mean, we all know Paul George and Kawhi are going to do that thing that they do is like be good at basketball when they're healthy. Zubach, 20 points, 12 rebounds, 4 blocks, nothing else. That's a very Zubach line. And I don't know, it feels like Zubach is going to do the thing that he always does, is this. Half the season and the other half the season kind of not play against the, where the matchups are bad. Yeah, he's going to get a lot of double-doubles. and. I mean, there's not going to be a, a ton of blocks. Like, he's not going to get four blocks a game. He's going to get a block a game. But he's good. He's good at what he does. Yeah, he's a bunch. Um, Portland's the way more interesting team here. DeAndre Ayton, for some reason, took four shots tonight. Four total shots tonight. Um, Malcolm Brogdon played 22 minutes and took 16 shots tonight to lead the team in field goal attempts. And um, Scoot Henderson... Did not play well. Seven points, three rebounds, four assists. All right. That's a lot of, like, potential to panic. Tyler, 
What should we be worried about? What should we not panic about? Uh, you are a rookie playing your first game. If you played terribly, I don't blame you. Like LeBron, look, look, go back and look at LeBron's first game. Like he had a cool dunk, but I don't think he played great. I mean, like it doesn't make doesn't mean anything. Scoot played thirty five minutes. That's what you want, right? He's gonna figure it out. He's gonna be fine. Um, I don't know that I expected anything else. Right? Portland got beat in this game. That's what I expected. Um, yeah, they also like just didn't make a lot of three pointers. So again, you know, you used to talk about one or two more shots going down, he's got six assists, and you're looking at the line going like, okay, well, he didn't really score, but he got you, you know, three rebounds and six assists. That's pretty decent. Um, I think it was just a game where he probably had a little bit of jitters, and that's fine. That's very fine. I'm not panicking on Scoot. Um, Jeremy Grant, on the other hand, 30 minutes, 13-3-1, like, pretty... Pretty mediocre for Jeremy Grant, who's supposed to be a decent player. Not panicking on him, but like, oof, you can tell this team doesn't know what the hell they're doing right now. Um, 23 minutes for DeAndre, and he was in foul trouble. So there is that, but still, four field goal attempts. I think people are going to panic on DeAndre Aiden. I would not pick him up. I still think he's one of the better players on this team, if not the best player on this team. Yeah, he's going to be fine. Like, this was just a bad game. Yeah, just a bad game. Not a lot of, like, crazy standouts, I would say, from, like, potential waiver wire players. Not a lot of crazy standouts. Really? Oh, come anyway. on. You didn't even talk about one that one that I'm kind of uh, no. picking up in some leagues. No. Who are you picking you know, up? You know, Robert Covington. Started uh, and played 23 Bob? minutes. Three steals and a block. Beautiful Bob should be probably, well, that's, well, I don't know if he should be rostered, but uh, you know he does what he does. You know this podcast, the Beautiful Bob podcast. He's never going to score, but three steals and a block. They're going to start him. I'm streaming him every game because no one else is going to yeah. want him. They're like, we played 23 minutes. Okay, cool. Well, if you're streaming him every game, then he's actually a roster spot. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, like, if you're in one of those weird leagues where it's like, I, mean, I shouldn't say weird leagues. Like, if you're in a league where, like, there's very limited pickups, like, you might keep him and hold him. If you're in a league where, like, you can pick up at least a move every day, I might let him go, pick him back up, let him go, pick him back up. Yeah, I would I would do that for sure. I'm trying to see if there's anyone else. I mean, like, Kate, obviously, Cade Cunningham is a nice uh, start to the season. OG and Anobi had a great... Uh, three blocks, two steals game. But, like, I'm looking through all the all the stats tonight, and, like, the good players played good, and, you know, you got your Dennis Schroeder standouts, your Xavier Tillman standout. But everyone kind of played how it felt like we thought they could play. Yeah, it wasn't a super, super surprising night, and I don't think we saw a lot of super, super surprising results. Like, as far as the scores no. of the games. You know what I mean? Like, the team that most people thought would win won. You're right, Tyler. And that's, I would say that's unusual. Usually there's a little bit more chaos in the first night. I do expect chaos in this first week and in the, in the coming weeks as well. If you are going out to the waiver wires, let us know who you are picking up in your leagues if you have any questions um we're gonna be here every week 
talking about the waiver wires, talking about how to prep for your week and much more. If there's anything you want to hear us talk about, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Watch the Boxes. Tyler, where can people find you on Twitter? At Tyler P. Watts. If you're not following Tyler P. Watts, two T's, W A T T S, then you are a fool. Go follow Tyler right now on Twitter. And that's it for opening night. Congratulations. We did it. We're here. It's the NBA. I'm excited. You're excited. We'll see you next time.